0: Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino.
1: Again, if you thought there was going to be any moderation after the Democrats got their cabooses kicked around in the election last week, then you'd be wrong. You'd be darn wrong. You'd be really wrong. You would be really, really, really wrong as now they double, triple, and quadruple down. They're coming for your kids now. Yeah. De up in New York, you know the communist mayor coming for your kids now. The whole vaccine mandate thing. I've got that. I've got an update on this Rittenhouse trial, Kyle Rittenhouse, which proves the Bongino rule, doesn't it, Joe? Matter of fact, the new Bongino rule is this, a rule is don't just wait seventy two hours before promoting a left wing media story that's going to make you look like a big doofus. You might want to wait seventy two months because the story will eventually be shown to be completely false. We've got that and a lot more. Hey. The new inflation numbers, which came out today, which should scare the living, hit with an S in front of it uh, out of everyone. And also Biden's most radical nominee yet. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. You know what big tech and big government have in common? They both want to silence any dissenting voices into submission. All right, Joe. Let's get a, little, oh! a little presumptuous there. A little I presumptuous guess. there. You gonna try to be tight, get a little baby, bit over your skis. All right. It's okay. I'll oh, wow, with this. <laughs> for <my> skis. Oh. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> hey, hey right. bro. That's true. So speaking of someone, totally unintended Speaking of someone getting out over their skis often, their intellectual skis, uh not that hard for him to do because his intellectual skis aren't that long. Uh Bill Debalzio. You know Debalzio? The mayor of New Yeah, I get it. I know his name's de Blasio. We're just going to call him hey, de Blasio. So. It- so. So de Balzio, the communist mayor of New York. He wants to come after your kids now with the vaccine. It's not good enough that he wants to force you to take the vaccine, whether it's medically necessary, whether your doctor tells you to take it or not. De is a communist. And as I said often, they don't care about the vaccine. Folks, this is not about the vaccine or science. I am all in for science. This has nothing to do with the vaccine. It doesn't. It's a vaccine mandate for the 10,000th time. This is an effort by these socialists and communists and far left radical liberals to break you and disabuse you of the notion that you are sovereign over your own body, because once they do that and they take away the idea that you are the individual sovereign over your own body. Every other argument is lost. If you don't own your own body, then you definitely don't own your own money. You surely don't own another person's body, your, 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 your kids, or, have, or have, uh, have 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 dominion over that. None of it. They, they need to break you right now. This is their red line right here. Here's a, a short video of the yesterday saying how they're now going to push for vaccine passports so your kids won't be allowed to go into any store in New York City for 5 to 11-year-olds. That's coming next. His words, not mine. Check this out.
2: At what point will you ask them to also start checking for vax cards for 5 to 11-year-olds?
0: That's a very good question, and honestly, one we need to focus on now. We wanted to get to the day where we actually could vaccinate the youngest New Yorkers and get that rolling.
1: Five to 11-year-olds who have a survival rate of 99% plus from coronavirus. Uh, tell me again how this is based in science, please. I'm, I'll I'll wait. Listen, on a serious note, Mayor de Blasio is a very dangerous person to you. If you live in New York City, I can't emphasize in strong enough terms, you need to get out. I get a lot of emails from people. Dan, I'd love to get out, but there's no no, there's no there's buts anymore. No buts. You got to go. I, I don't have any easy answer for you. I hear it all the time, even candidly, even from family members of mine. Many of you, uh, I don't know if you how long you've been listening to podcasts. I don't talk about it that often. But I was raised in New York City up until I was in my 20s. I know New York City as good as anyone. I was a cop there. I know the, all the boroughs. Eh, maybe a little less about Staten Island. It's not going to get any better for you. Your kids are next. The only way to take a stand is to disobey and leave. You have to get up and leave. I know it's not easy. I'm sorry. A lot of what we're doing right now isn't easy. Candidly, folks, I don't want to forfeit over huge chunks of money to you know have to pay people my company cumulus doesn't want to pay because they fired them because of the vaccine mandate but whether i want to or not is irrelevant that's the right answer it's not the easy one the right answer is you have to go do everything you can to take you and your family and escape this place we started over twice in maryland and florida and it worked each and every time because me and my wife were entrepreneurial and the the, the united states even under joe biden This disastrous Pino, president name only, is a place where if you're willing to put into work, you will reap the rewards. You got to get out, folks. I'm getting, I'm not joking, 50 to 100 messages a day on email and on the back end of social media sites via direct message. What do I do? What do I do? Get out. Come to Florida where your freedom will be respected. Go to Texas. Go to Wyoming. Go to South Dakota. You have to get out. Folks, it's not about the vaccine. They know the destruction that they're causing right now. It is right in front of their face. They don't care. This is not about the vaccine. It is about breaking you. And they know now they've drawn a line in the sand and they will say they're saying to themselves behind the scenes from many reliable sources on this, the Democrats on these vaccine mandates, they know the catastrophe coming as people leave states, leave jobs. They are 100 percent aware. Here's the problem. They've said now we've drawn a red line. We can't show weakness. Yeah, but the vaccines are causing less people to get vaccinated, possibly as some people uh, now start to distrust the government. It's, it's, It's brewing a sense of distrust out there that may be causing people not to get the vaccine. It's causing people to leave the job. It's causing massive social upheaval. The Democrats know they do. Listen to me, please. They don't care. They don't care. This is about a red line they've drawn, we own you, shut your mouth, sit in a corner, genuflect before Zod, and say nothing as we demand you stick this thing in your body, and you will do it. The only way to fight back is to not do it. Look at this article in Just the News. Bethany Blakely will be in my newsletter today. Vaccine mandate could drive truckers off the road and worsen the supply chain crisis, industry warns. This OSHA rule could force up to 13% of drivers to leave the industry entirely, said an industry spokesman. So just to be clear, I'm reading this, you're reading this, Guy's reading it, Joe sees it. It's in my newsletter today. It's at Just the News, John Solomon's site. Do you think the Biden administration isn't being warned by the trucking industry spokesman cited in the piece that they are going to lose Double digits, 13% of their workforce. You may say, well, that sounds bad. Oh, I promise you it gets worse. How many truckers short are we right now in the country? You know, the Biden administration knows right now. Forget about the 13% leaving. Everybody tracking? We're not even at the 13% leaving yet. How many truckers are we short right now today? 78,000. You think the Biden administration doesn't know that? Biden probably doesn't. He's not very bright. People around him are not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. You're still telling me this is about a vaccine? It is about breaking you and breaking the economy and breaking capitalism, liberty, and freedom for what they think is the last time. Once they break you with the notion you are sovereign over your own body, every other argument is lost. They are about to cause economic dislocation like you haven't seen since the stagflation era under Carter maybe worse, and they know it. You think the inflation crisis is bad now? I'll go into the numbers a little later. Numbers came out today. Year-over-year inflation, 6.2%, the CPI, largest number we've seen in 30 years. Wait till truckers don't show up for work anymore. And the more money they print chases less and less and less products. You think inflation's now? You think inflation's awful now? Oh, you just wait. I have to say, folks, the pharmaceutical industry many of them are not helping in this either this is an actual tweet from Pfizer in their verified account I don't know who told them this was a good idea but Pfizer is not helping the tweet says it's easy to get distracted by misinformation these days but don't worry science has got your back science will win it then has some weird attempt at a meme The human brain, wild conspiracy theories. Science rescuing the human brain. You can see it on Rumble if you'd like to see the ridiculous meme. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe. We're almost at 2 million subscribers there. I appreciate that. Pfizer thinks they're helping with this. Um, This is really astonishing for a company with billions of dollars in revenue that they're tweeting out ridiculous childlike memes like this, pretending you're the anti-science party. And they think this is helping.
0: Hey, mom! The Lab! (laughs)
1: <laughs> we haven't had that in a while there that's, true. <laughs>
0: that's
1: a, <laughs> rarely do our drops because i've heard them all we haven't played that in a long time that one that's a, one of my old favorites. <laughs> sorry you caught me up quite. very good um here's one more just to tie up this vaccine mandate story that is not about the vaccines my friend jesse kelly tweeted out this morning on social media and he's right He said, you know, the power of communism in the Soviet Union wasn't in their network of intelligence officials, right? Oh, yeah, sure it was. The jackbooted thugs. Yeah, no, they were bad. There were about 90,000 of them, he says. But there were about 200,000 informants who went out and ratted out their family members, both in communist China, the Soviet Union, and elsewhere. I find it awfully odd that OSHA is telling people, OSHA, Biden's Occupational Safety and Health Administration, that's going to enforce this immoral, unconstitutional vaccine mandate. You know what OSHA is telling people? Oh, yeah, we don't have the manpower to support this, but don't worry. A bunch of rats are going to act as whistleblowers and rat people out who don't enforce the vaccine mandate. Isn't this the goal of the communists the entire time? Wasn't this what Yuri Bezmenov, the KGB defector, warned us about forever? That the Soviet Union knew they couldn't beat the United States in a mano a mano war, so what did they do? They determined if they incorporated a bunch of useful idiots into their ideology, that those useful idiots in the United States would rot the inside, uh, rot the United States from the inside out, turning citizen on citizen. You think that's an accident? OSHA's saying that to people now. We're going to get people to rat each other out on the vaccine mandates. You're going to be a rat and an unconstitutional immoral unethical vaccine mandate that has no basis in law whatsoever that joe biden is just disregarded the constitution and told uh companies hey move ahead even though it's unconstitutional and the court stated don't don't if you uh, listen to american companies that choose to enforce this right now this vaccine mandate want to cite it you're looking at a lawsuit if you do this right now it's been stayed by the court i don't know if you know that story only continues to get worse this was never ever about a vaccine mandate i can't emphasize that enough All right, I've got a lot to get to, so I need to uh, move on a little bit. Uh, I'm hearing some other rumors from inside the network of the swamp. There are some informants in there who inform us about what's going on. Informant game works both ways, but they inform us on the anti-liberty, anti-science, anti-freedom crowd. I'm hearing Biden is now acknowledging his presidency is over on the inside. They know it. He's acknowledging his presidency is likely finished. There is very little chance. I never say never, but very little chance Biden will run again or even be capable of running again. The Democrats are concerned because there's no backup plan. Kamala Harris is shockingly, shockingly less popular than Biden, which is stunning. How, How you're less popular than Biden is a shocker, but Kamala Harris managed to pull that off. So there's no backup plan and the Democrats are panicking. Why is that important to this section? Because Biden knows he has no chance at another term or even salvaging the remnants of this disastrous presidency at this point. Biden has decided he wants to be a hero to the progressive left. He wants to be celebrated at AOC's, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, fundraising events lauded by her radical far leftist, you know, basement dwelling Antifa supporters, because that's the only place that they'll they'll respect him anymore. So he has decided to double down. That explains a lot of this. Here is Biden's nominee for the comptroller of the currency, Sole Amarova. Sole Amarova. She is a socialist. She's not hiding it. I think she went to Moscow University. This is Biden's actual nominee. This is not a joke. Who was supposed to be the top regulator for banks in the entire country, saying in a video how her goal is and she would like it if if energy companies were in fact bankrupted by their socialist anti-energy Green New Deal policies. This is Biden's actual nominee to supervise the financial uh, arteries and veins of the entire country. Tell me again how he's not doubling down. Check this out for certain uh, troubled industries and firms that are in transitioning. And here, what I'm thinking about is primarily coal industry and oil and gas industry. A lot of the smaller players in that industry are. Uh, going to probably uh, go bankrupt in, in in short order at least we want them to go bankrupt if we want to tackle climate change right he just informed me yes she did go to Moscow uh, State University on a Lenin scholarship that's not a joke we're not kidding it's not a Babylon beaster what, what was it the, the Lenin personal academic scholarship not wow. not an attempted humor that's real right that's <laughs> great right. By the way, is today the Marine Corps' birthday? I think it is. I can't Mar- believe it. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. Hardcore Marines, baddest asses on planet Earth in the history of any, any universe here or M Theory otherwise. God bless you, Marines out there and people on this show whose family served in the Marine Thank you. Got some serious grapefruits. You, I'm serious. The baddest ass fighting force in the history of any sentient beings everywhere. Happy birthday, Marine Corps. Yes, so back to the story. This is Biden's nominee for the control of Currency. Why? Why does that matter? It matters because I just told you he's doubling down. He does not care what you think. There is no election that's going to stop his lurch towards the left. Now, electing people, good people in 2022 that don't give him the numbers, are a, are a potential Potential obstacle to Biden's uh, commitment to destroying the United States, America of America, in the next three years. Here, more proof that this guy is going to double down. Joe Biden, the Democrat. Here's a headline from just the news: Democrat spending bill poised to push personal income tax rates to the highest in the developed world. So Biden now he wants to pass this grotesque build back worse bill. Now that he got the porculus bill, which is going to blow inflation up, blow inflation up. There's no money. It's going to hike the deficit, right? So now he wants to double down on the bill back worse plan, which spends even more money. The tax foundation estimates that this estimates this bill is going to drive. Listen to this folks, pay very close attention. The average top tax rate on personal income up to 57.4% which would be the highest in the OECD world. Now, let me ask you a very serious question about this. What else in your life, this question, I'm not trying to mess with you. What else in your life would you be willing to work, bust your ass, and work 50% half of your time to support? What? Your kids, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Your wife, yeah. Would you support the local PTA? No, no, I'm serious. If the local PTA said, um, Dan, we're really doing good things here. We'd like to take 50% of your income. Would you do it? My guess is you'd probably say, no, that's crazy. I'm not working half the time to support the local PTA. I like what you're doing, but would you give 50% of your income... To support the local nonprofit that cleans up the streets? Hey, I like clean streets. They have these little, this street sponsored by signs in Florida everywhere. Would you give 50% of your income? Hell no. You're darn right. Hell no, I wouldn't either. I like clean streets. I don't like them that much. Yet the government is asking you to pay upwards of 57.4% of your income to work more than half of the time. Support them. You think that's reasonable? What other thing in this universe or any other universe would you work half of the time to support outside of your family and kids? The answer is, I would guess nothing. But the government wants to suck you dry like the vampire they are. I want you to look at this Americans for Tax Reform chart here of the top 10 worst states for taxes and look at some of these rates. You think working half the time to support a government that does nothing but make your life worse? Again, outside of our military courts and law enforcement, our first responders. You're working half the time to support an entity that does nothing but make your life worse. Government is one big toilet bowl. Flush it. Any dollar you give to the government outside of supporting those entities I just mentioned is a destructive force destroying your life. Here's the combined federal and state marginal income tax rates. For each state under the Democrat bill. Here's what you'll be paying in New York. You still want to stay in New York? No, I'm going to tough it out. Good luck. You'll be paying 66.2%. California, 64.7%. New Jersey, 63.2%. Hawaii, 62%. D.C., 622 Oregon, 62%. You notice a common pattern here? Yeah, all these states run by, oh, that's right, Democrats, uh, outside of one. Uh, Minnesota. Largely, 61%. Maryland, 60%. Vermont, 60%. Kansas, 596 So in those states, you are working 60% of the time to support a government that is a forest fire that every dollar you give to it turns around and spends that dollar on you to destroy your life after taking a cut of that dollar themselves. Government is a cesspool. It is a used toilet bowl in a bar at 5, a, uh, 5 a.m., Yeah, it's kind of gross. Sorry. I've seen a lot of nasty stuff in New York. And they're still printing money. Not only are they trying to take from you the money they print, they're still printing money. Therefore, you see this headline from AP yesterday. Producer prices rise 8.6%, matching a September record high. And this morning we saw the headline number, the CPI, blew up October over October, That's where we are now, measurement-wise. Obviously, it is November 10th. The CPI is up 6.2%, the largest hike we've seen in 30 years. Going back to my point that Biden plans on doubling down. The only way to stop him is to not give him the numbers. If you're looking for a firearm that's easy to transport, you got to check out the U.S. survival rifle from Henry Repeating Arms. It's a portable rifle that you can put together and take apart in a few minutes, and then when you're not using it, you can store the parts in the little case it comes in. It's so small it can be stored anywhere in a go bag anywhere. It's light enough to carry everywhere. Comes in black and two different camo patterns. You can pick one up for three to four hundred dollars, depending on the finish. You can watch a few videos at henryusa.com/survival, and while you're there, be sure to order their free catalog. Henry makes more than two hundred rifles, shotguns, and revolvers, and they're all made in America, backed by a lifetime satisfaction guarantee and the best customer service in the business. Go to their website. It's HenryUSA.com and be sure to order a free catalog. They'll send it with free decals and a list of dealers in your area. That's HenryUSA.com for a free catalog and decals and to see the Henry U.S. survival rifle. Okay. Chin up. Chin up. Chin up. Chin up chest out. Chin up. Chest out. Victories are happening. It's no excuse to stop. It's only an excuse to double down. It's like Biden is. We got to double down too. Biden wants to knuckle up here. Yeah, we're going to double down on socialism. Yeah, we're going to double down on freedom. How's that sound? How do you like those tomatoes? Victories are happening. Saw this tweet by uh, our friend Corey DeAngelis, a superb activist for school choice, noting that now 25 state school boards have now pulled their membership from the disastrous National School Boards Association after their memo implying that parents who speak out at school boards should be treated like domestic uh, terrorists using the Patriot Act. It proves my point I made a long time ago, that as Fred Siegel says, the left has an iron triangle to action. The left uses activist groups, congressional committees, and the media to get things to happen that hurt your liberty and freedom. But ladies and gentlemen, we're starting to rack up victories as well, like we did against the dreadful National School Boards Association, because we've developed our own iron triangle. Conservative media, social media, And our own lawmakers on our side, too. It's how you start a movement. Use your social media accounts. Start recruiting parents to be activists. Let conservative media run with the story themselves. Use the pressure from the social media and conservative media uprising. To pressure your lawmakers into doing the right things to fight for freedom and liberty, and we can develop our own triangle, too. That's exactly what happened with the disastrous National School Boards Association letter, and now they've lost half their members, which is beautiful to see. Because of this, liberals are in disarray. Because of what? Because conservatives are now learning how to leverage the media and learn to be Iron Triangle activists like the left, too. It has liberals in disarray. Now, I've spoken about this before. Liberals are so used to dominating the media cycle. They are so used to Tom Brokaw and Walter Cronkite telling you what to think. They are so offended about conservatives' effective use of memes. Social media, the explosive growth in conservative media that they've had to incorporate people like uh, Nandini and Soros and others to try and shut us down. It's not working. It's only growing our empires and they are in disarray. And it's leading to what I call showing their asses theory. I've spoken about this often. This was, if, if, if I may, this was the primary benefit of the Trump era, the four years he was in office and the years since he's been an activist on the conservative side. The liberals were so used to having a monopoly, a hegemonic rule over the media narrative. They said something, and it went away. Think about it, right? The National School Boards Association puts out a memo, parents are domestic terrorists. Cronkite reports parents are domestic terrorists. That was the narrative. You're a domestic terrorist. And it's said. They are not used to us leveraging conservative media, social media, and our own lawmakers now to fight back and then turn the argument on them. Wait, you're calling us domestic terrorists? This is outrageous. You've got the FBI investigating, forcing them all to back down in humiliating fashion, forcing them to bend the knee. They're not used to it. The liberals are used to winning. So what's what's showing their asses theory? Trump made them do this. Because liberals are used to conservatives and Republicans backing down in the past as the media pressure got intense. When we didn't back down and we turned around and turned their arguments on them, liberals then doubled down in an extinction burst of behavior and showed us their cabooses, who they really are. Because they didn't know what to do. You know what an extinction burst is? Any of you um, ever take a graduate school course in psychology or anything like that? An extinction burst, the best example is you know, you put a dollar fifty or whatever, seventy-two dollars in a soda machine, depending on what inflation is. You want a Coke or a Pepsi, whatever it is. You put the couple dollars in and nothing comes out. You ever see what people do? They shake the machine, they rattle the machine. Why? Not it's not gonna do anything. That's an extinction burst. You 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 engage in a behavior, inserting currency into the machine, you expect a reward, the Coke or the Pepsi. That behaviors happen repeatedly, behavior reward, behavior reward, behavior no reward. The human brain goes into an extinction burst of behavior. Same thing happens with a rat and a dipper. You put a thirsty rat in a cage, and there's a water dipper, and you give him water, and you give him water, and then you make him thirsty. A week later, and you go and you hit the he hits the dipper, and no water comes. You know what the rat does? Hits the dipper like you've never seen before. It happens everywhere. This is what the Democrats are doing now. They are engaged in an extinction burst. They have been rewarded in the past by attacking conservatives and getting them to back down. Now that they're not backing down, they're doubling down on crazy. You're all white supremacists now. Quadruple the taxes. Spend 20 times the money. This is their extinction burst. And it's beautiful to watch. Eventually, it does stop. Everyone stops shaking the Coke machine once they realize the Coke ain't coming out. Hat tip, the great Joe Rogan, one of the best podcasts in the country right now. Joe Rogan recognized this yesterday, one of the guests he had on, in a segment on his show, how liberals are going just mad at this point. They're now accusing extinction burst type behavior, everyone of white supremacy. Yes, including black men and black women who somehow are magically white supremacist rogan noticed the extinction burst maybe he didn't use those terms but it's exactly what he's talking about hat tip the joe rogan show check this out
2: that's like being uh a black white supremacist but actually that's possible now <laughs> they're saying that oh yeah anytime love- a black person says anything that the like doesn't go with the democratic narrative they said that person's carrying water for white supremacists oh it's unbelievable they're out of their mind that you- lady that was the, uh, the the new lieutenant governor of uh virginia that uh is a black woman who uh she she's uh sponsored by the nra i mean i don't know what her, all of her accolades are but incredibly articulate lady powerful woman they're they're saying that her becoming the lieutenant governor is a victory for white supremacy i read that i read and it she's on Twitter. a black woman She's a black woman when larry elder was running for governor of california they said he's the black face oh, of white bullet? supremacy yeah <laughs> That's crazy. what what are you saying what the f- are you saying like you could disagree with the man's politics but that white supremacy is like a, a stamp they like to put on as many things as they can like yeah. 15% off yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> Rogan's a genius not that many people out there who see the culture like he does he's been in comedy he's been an entrepreneur multiple different business lines podcasting television UFC accomplished black belt in, in Eddie Bravo's Ninth Planet system, which is uh, a lot. You get be a doctor before you be a black belt in that system. This is an extinction burst. You're witnessing it right now. It is a classical show your ass. They're showing us who they are right now. Ferociously pounding the dipper, looking for the water that's not coming. Because they're thirsty. They are thirsty for their racist narrative to be true. And the fact that we're fighting back against it, making them look like buffoons is driving them crazy as they double and triple down on madness. I got another one of these videos coming up in a second. Let me just get to my next sponsor here. But Brianna Keeler on CNN, who is training a lot to work her way onto the medal stand of dopey media talking heads in our dopey media talking head Olympics. Uh, Who has the gold now, Joy? Joy is the gold. Brian Stelter's the silver. And then Chuck yeah. Todd's the bronze. But Chuck's not been training a lot. Brianna's work. Watch Brianna Keeler coming up next. Get absolutely wrecked on her show. As again, you see an extinction burst of behavior. They're used to pounding conservatives and being rewarded by them backing down. We fight back. So they go even more and double and triple down on stupid. Watch it happen right in front of your eyes. Before I get to that. Okay. Here's what I was talking about. Again, a total extinction burst in behavior. The liberals are used to hammering us. You're a racist. And us apologizing for being racist, even though we're not racist and never were. It's the left and the Democrats who've got the history of racism. But dopey, silly, weak Republicans in the past, the rhino class, not us, the rhino class, would apologize for some stupid reason for defending God-given rights for everyone. Black, white, doesn't matter. We would apologize. Now that that's not happening, and the Republican Party has grown some grapefruits, and has said, "No, no, you guys are the racists. Watch what they do. Watch Brianna Keeler, the this hapless zero on CNN, get annihilated on her own show by Senator Rick Scott, former Governor of Florida, now Senator. She claims CRT is not a real thing, despite the fact if you go to Amazon, a left-leaning website, and put in critical race theory, you can see a list of about two hundred books on critical race theory." Brianna Keeler's too stupid to realize she's not. Of course, she knows she's lying. Tries to lie in her own show and gets wrecked. Check this out.
0: Parents know it's been their kids are being indoctrinated with critical race theory in Virginia, and the Democrats wanted to deny it. I mean, and so well, it's not in the curriculum. showed up because they don't like being I lied mean, to. just just to be clear, it's not it's not in the curriculum. Um, in Virginia. Um, just, oh, just to oh, be. Brianna, like me to, here, let me just read you a few things. Just to. In 2015, while Terry McAuliffe was governor, the Virginia Department of Education promoted incorporating a critical race theory lens in education. You can still find it on the Department of Education's website. Still there. In February uh, 2019, a superintendent not, memo for the Virginia of the Department of Education promoted Senator, crystal race theory and not, the idea of white fragility. It's not. It's not. I part of the it curriculum. yesterday.
1: It's um, still I, there, Brianna. I do want to
0: ask you. Just to be clear about Brandon, where you are. Let's, let's all agree. Just, they were do- trying to indoctrinate kids. Terry McAuliffe denied it. It's still on the website. It is. This is happening. And I hope Democrats continue to say it's not happening because parents are dumb.
1: They can see it. Folks, please, if you're listening on audio, go to my Rumble account, rumble.com slash Bongino. Follow the account while you're there. And fast forward, go to the 37-minute mark, and please, 36 minutes, whatever, watch the video. Watch Brianna Keeler's face as she realizes she's a liar. She realizes on her own show she got caught being a liar, thinking Rick Scott wasn't going to produce the receipts. The, the, the Loudoun County, Virginia, the Virginia Department of Education, their own website promoting this stuff. And she doesn't know what to do. She sits yeah. there in stunned silence. And has no idea what to do. And you see the extinction burst? Did you catch it? She then says, after being humiliated on our show, no, no, it's not real. I just read you the website. It's It's not real. It's not part of the curriculum. It's on the website now, you dunce. You see the extinction burst? Now, because the liberals know they are in a rapidly decaying position. The half-life is going down and down and down and down and down of their perverse racist ideologies. They've been called out and got crushed in the last election. As they realize the cycle's about to reverse back to freedom and liberty for all and away from the anti-freedom, anti-free speech, racist left ideology, they are doubling down on their censorship efforts. That's the whole purpose of people like the Cat Lady, the Soros Network, and the fact-checkers out there. By the way, just one quick note again on the Cat Lady. We caught her lying again. She trusts nothing this woman says. She's defrauding her donors. And she's out there claiming all oh, these people canceled all these websites. We checked in with them. She's lying about there's a few she's told the truth about that. who Candidly have been irrelevant towards anybody's income anywhere, but she's lying. She's totally making this up to defraud more donors. Nandini Jammy is a fraud. If you're giving her money, you'll find yourself probably on some list soon because she's defrauding people about her tax status. And second, Nandini, remember her thing about Ford? Ford's dropping all these conservative words. That's just not true. We called, she just made it up. She just made it up. She's constantly lying to defraud more donors. It's on her website, it's right there. We are a tax deductible. Then she changed it when we called her out a few weeks ago because she got busted. But when that doesn't work, because they're in their extinction burst and showing their asses, it's show your ass theory, right? They incorporate the fact checkers. Now, you know, we've had to poke fun at this guy often, sadly. He's the world's worst fact checker. My guess is he couldn't get an actual job in journalism. His name is Tom Kircher. You've heard it on the show before. Um, He's become an intergalactic laughingstock as he fails to get a job at any real media outlet and continues to contribute to politifarce, otherwise known to PolitiFact. So he sent me an email yesterday. This is, uh, this is kind of funny. I don't know if you saw this on my Facebook page. I posted his email. He says, hey, Dan, I'm doing a PolitiFact fact check article on this statement from your November 6th podcast. Watch the deficit rise by the exact amount of the U.S. infrastructure bill. The Post says liberals are denying evidence of that. Please send by five. I love how he gives me deadlines. This dipwad, as if I, I I'm gonna respect him or his deadlines. Please send <laughs> by five. Send by five p.m. today. The evidence and information to support your statement. Please let me know if you need more time. Well, we gave uh, Big Tom the double-barreled middle finger. Tom, one of the dumbest human beings I've ever seen, even in a space full of dumb human beings in the fact-checking space. So here is my response to Tom, the world's worst fact checker. He's gotten so many articles wrong, Bongino.com. Just put Bongino.com, Tom Kircher. There's at least, what, seven or eight times we've had to humiliate this guy in his fact checks. I said, Tom, are you always this stupid or is it just a Tuesday thing? We've debunked so many of your ridiculous fact checks that you become a source of necessary comic relief on our show. We'll be sure to highlight this ridiculous request on our show tomorrow as additional evidence of your near boundless stupidity. We know exactly what you're doing. How you plan to fact check a prediction about the future growth of an annual fiscal shortfall is a mystery to anyone with an IQ above 75.5. Obviously, that doesn't include you. But I give you permission to go F yourself as you kiss the ass of your liberal masters and flush any remnant of credibility you thought you had down the ball. Thanks for your time and have a great day. That had 40... (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Guy. I never he, he initiated him. Uh, that had 43,000 interactions on Facebook as I promptly posted Tom's ridiculous email. This is what they do. Tom Kircher, alleged fact checker, Joe, wants to fact check an opinion about a deficit that hasn't happened yet. Yeah. <laughs> great reply, dude. Great, great
2: reply. Love Thank it. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> yeah. It gave me great joy last night. Tom Kircher, world's worst fact checker. If you know, if you see. If you see Tom Kircher in the street, you know no. Just do me a favor. Just when you see him, just just snicker and laugh as you walk by. You don't need to say anything <laughs> more. Just when you see go, Tom Kircher. just give him a laugh as you walk by. Don't say anything more. Just 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 snicker and laugh as you walk by. What a moron! That, but that's that's what they do. In the middle of their extinction burst, when they realize they're losing, they employ their censorship brigade to try and stop you from exposing their legions of lies. So the Rittenhouse case is a textbook example of the Bongino rule. Wait. Whenever you see a story designed to promote an iron triangle left-wing narrative. Oh my gosh, the peaceful BLM people were attacked by this brutal murderer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wait. Just wait. Wait. The story will most likely be debunked. For those of you who don't understand the backstory, don't know, excuse me, forgive me, uh, I may mean, have insulted you. Don't know the backstory to Kyle Rittenhouse. When the riots were happening in Kenosha, Wisconsin, after the uh, Jacob Blake incident there, Kyle Rittenhouse went out to Kenosha, was doing some community service stuff, and at night had his AR 15 and was trying to protect the store. Uh, Rittenhouse was attacked by a bunch of people. He wound up engaging them with the firearm. There were some fatalities and the, of course, the allegation by the left and by the prosecutor in the case was, oh my gosh, this young white kid was attacking these peaceful protesters. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that story has now entirely fallen apart. Uh, One of the guys he was alleged to attack actually made the defense's case. Uh, I'll show you that clip in a second, but first I want to show you why you should never take the media's first version of events, because there's a 99% chance this is most likely a lie if it supports a leftist narrative about peaceful BLM. Here is the media, hat tip Tom Elliott at Grabian. Here is a supercut of media lunatics. I- I'm assuming Rittenhouse may wind up suing a lot of these people as well, I, I would guess. Um, media lunatics, PP tape hoaxers as well, saying, Rittenhouse, terrorists, terrorists, check this out. Kenosha shooter, Kyle Rittenhouse, he murdered two people, by the way. Rittenhouse
2: is basically what you would have had in a school shooter.
0: He's a 17-year-old kid. He shouldn't have had a
2: gun. He crossed state lines to supposedly protect property. No, he was going out to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse, the 17-year-old vigilante.
0: Kyle Rittenhouse, the vigilante. Kyle Rittenhouse, the armed teenage vigilante. A 17-year-old vigilante, arguably a domestic terrorist, picked up a rifle, drove to a different state to shoot people. Kyle Rittenhouse. (laughs)
2: A guy who's deeply racist went with weapons to a Black Lives Matter protest looking to get in trouble. He did. He murdered a couple of people. Rittenhouse, uh, the 17-year-old kid just running around shooting and killing protesters. You see the 17-year-old who was radicalized by Trumpism took his AR-15 to Kenosha and became a killer.
0: A white, Trump-supporting, MAGA-loving, uh, Blue Lives Matter social media uh, uh, partisan, 17 years old, picks up a gun, drives from one state to another
1: with the intent to shoot people. He brought up a good point. Where's Tom Kircher fact-checking that? The answer is Tom Kircher's a goon. He doesn't know. Tom Kircher's too stupid. He's too bought into the lips. Where's Tom Kircher fact-checking? The whole PP hoax dossier that's now entirely been eviscerated and fallen apart. Where is he doing that? He, he's too busy uh, fact checking a prediction about the future trajectory of our fiscal annual deficits because he's too dumb to understand what a fiscal annual deficit is. That's why he's a fact checker at PolitiFact. Now, you'd think Tom would start fact checking some of these people who called Kyle Rittenhouse a terrorist when they're the uh, prosecution's witness who claims he was the one attacked by Kyle Rittenhouse on the stand, has to acknowledge, as you'll see in this clip, that he approached Kyle Rittenhouse with a gun in hand and Rittenhouse only fired at him after he pointed his gun in Rittenhouse's face. Check this out.
2: With your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him with your gun, now your hands
1: down, pointed at him, that he fired Right? Correct. Now I let the silence play out at the end because some of you are audio only listeners so we don't typically include that because I wanted you to see Rittenhouse's reaction. And I I wanted you to note that after, this is supposed to be a witness for the prosecution against Rittenhouse who fully acknowledges that when he had his hands up, Rittenhouse did not engage, and then when he pointed the gun at him, Rittenhouse did engage and defended himself. That's supposed to be a prosecution witness against Rittenhouse. Having been at many trials, city and federal level, city of New York, and as a federal agent, I have to tell you, it is rare, rare to ever have a moment on cross-examination that ends so poorly for the prosecution as that, Ever. That is their star witness saying he only shot after I pointed my gun at him. That's the prosecution's witness. You see Rittenhouse's face. He's like, I can't believe he just acknowledged it. You should have seen the prosecutor. The prosecutor's like this. He doesn't know what to do. It gets worse. Here's one of the other key witnesses in the case. Being, uh, being questioned by the prosecutor and the prosecutor says to him, Hey, you know, listen, uh, you know, you were a little nervous that day. You know, we get it when we questioned you about what happened, but we didn't ask you to change your story, right? <laughs> I want you to this. This case can't get any worse for the prosecution. This is like—I mean, this may be the worst prosecution I have ever seen in my life. Check out the answer he gives. You
0: said there was a lot of tension in the room when you met with me and Mr. Binger and Ms. Beasy. Yes.
2: Is it fair to say that you were very nervous?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: And we did have you read over your statement, right? Correct. And we asked if you knew anything beyond that statement. Correct. We didn't ask you to change it.
0: Yes, you did.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. What the, Joe? Joe, This is the kind of thing. Now, Joe, you're a little older than me. Not much, a little bit. Yeah. You remember (laughs) Matlock? Remember that Matlock yeah, of scene? This yeah, is the kind Matlock. of thing. It, right, everybody loved Matlock. Courtroom dramas. It only happens in Matlock. This stuff, I'm telling you, I've been yeah. to hundreds of these court proceedings, grand juries, trials, huh. being part of it, or sitting in on it, whatever it may be. This never happens. Not only does it never happen, it never happens twice. Where the prosecution puts witnesses up there that thoroughly eviscerate their own story. They're trying to charge this guy with murdering people. They then have their own witness says no with self-defense. And then the next witness says, no, no, you did ask me to change my story. <laughs> oh my gosh. This never happens. I'm telling you. Ask any lawyer, trial lawyer. Now, the media, extinction burst time. The media is in an extinction burst because their original narrative, they expected it to set. White young murderer shoots other white people who are peaceful Antifa BLM supporters. Well, now that that's completely fallen apart, the media, rather than telling the truth that the trial is completely imploded on the prosecution, you have the Daily Yeast, a grotesque outlet, I had to sue for knowingly telling a story about me and my prior job that was false. I had to sue them. The Daily Beast tweeted this out. This is stunning. The same guy who admitted... Kyle Rittenhouse only shot him when he pointed a gun at his face. This is an actual tweet by the Daily East. The man who survived being shot by Kyle Rittenhouse in Kenosha last August testified on Monday that he never tried to kill the heavily armed teenager. In fact, he said at the teen's murder trial he was actually trying to surrender to him. He did? I just played you the tape. He did not say anything of the sort. He said he was trying to point a gun at him when when Kyle shot you're trying. He may have said I'm trying to surrender to him. But he saying to someone, I tried to surrender to Armacost while sticking a gun in his face is not actually trying to surrender. Notice how they leave all of that out. Does not compute. (laughs) Of course it doesn't. Of course it doesn't. Now, what does this tell you about the extinction burst media? What are they doing here? I think many of you know. A lot of people in the media, it appears they are start trying to instigate a riot. I'm not kidding. They are trying to it appears here they are trying to instigate a riot. They are trying to gaslight people into believing that the Rittenhouse trial is going their way, that this young white kid shot these peaceful Antifa BLM people who did nothing wrong and were trying to surrender. Although the trial says nothing of the sort if you've actually paid attention to it. So if there's an acquittal here, people will in fact riot again because they love chaos. Chaos is their currency. There's no other reason why they would be doing this. They are clearly lying about what's happening in this case. And the video is right in front of you. By the way, Viva Lafrey's account on Rumble is a must watch on this. They have been watching this trial. on um, Their Rumble account is just, and their locals' account is just spectacular. It's been amazing on this. They love chaos. They want the public to believe that this is going their way. Okay, uh, I just want to cover this fast. So yesterday this was portrayed as big breaking news in the Russia hoax. Big breaking news. Joe Biden's National Security Advisor, Jake Sullivan, has been implicated in the Russia hoax, Hillary Clinton, now uh, now we know, created with her PR executive. Here, here's how it was portrayed on Fox yesterday about the involvement of Jake Sullivan, who's now on an email chain with his Hillary Clinton lawyer involved in the creation of the Russia hoax. Check this out.
2: The indictment alleges that Sussman communicated information with a Clinton Foreign policy advisor. We can't confirm that foreign policy advisor was Jake Sullivan, President Biden's current national security advisor. That correspondence happened in September 2016. I reached out to Jake Sullivan's office today for comment. Basically, the indictment saying that uh, Sussman gave some of the information to Sullivan. uh, At this point, doesn't say anything else about Sullivan's alleged uh, involvement.
1: Well, the indictment might not say a lot about Sullivan's alleged involvement. Again, he's the current national security advisor. This guy's in a world of trouble right now. A world of trouble right now. But Sullivan involved himself. David Sponge should check this out. Here's a video of Jake Sullivan from March of 2016 on CNN with Wolf Blitzer actively promoting the hoax Hillary Clinton, our PR executive and a tech executive, totally fabricated. The Alpha Bank hoax. Watch for yourself. How surprised were you to hear Uh, last week that this investigation is still ongoing? I
0: wasn't surprised because what we learned during the campaign was that very serious computer science experts, people who work closely uh, with the United States government, had uncovered This secret hotline between uh, the Alpha Bank, the the Russian bank and the Trump organization. Now, of course, we didn't know for sure if, in fact, that were the case, but we knew that it should be investigated. And we knew that given how serious these computer scientists were, they weren't just making up crackpot theories. So it wasn't surprising to learn that even as of last week, the FBI is still looking into this. And do you have any idea what they're what they're looking for? I don't. Uh, Of course, I don't have a line into the FBI on this. But what I know based on public reporting is that there is very unusual server activity between this Russian bank and
1: the Trump organization, which suggests contact that took place over the course of the campaign. There it is right there. Every conservative outlet should be playing that cut on loop from now until Jake Sullivan resigns. And notice what he said there. Hey, we know computer scientists who are very serious people told us that this alpha bank connection was very real, very serious stuff. They did because here's the actual indictment of the lawyer that Sullivan Sullivan was communicating with, Sussman. Here's the indictment. The tech executive, this is the so-called computer science, it's computer science people. Tech executive one's goal was to support a quote, inference and narrative regarding Trump that would please certain VIPs. Talking about Hillary Clinton. So they basically fabricated an inference and a narrative and made up the whole story. Keep it up, though. Keep telling us how, yeah, Jake didn't know anything. Here's one last clip. This was Jim Clapper on Rachel Maddow's show. And I want you to remember, again, the Bongino rule. While you never listen to these idiots, always let the story play out, and you will find out that they are lying to you. Here's Maddow and Jim Clapper, our disastrous former director of national intelligence. And I want you to see the word game they played back with the the Russia hoax. It was never about what they were saying were true. It was about the stories being so ridiculous. Could anybody prove them untrue? Which is a bizarre standard for justice, isn't it? Check this out.
2: Uh, Jim felt we should at least warn him about that. And that was the whole point, not, not to ascribe veracity, confirm or deny or rebut any of uh, what was in the dossier. That said, some of it, what we did corroborate in the ICA. And of course, it appears that more of it has been corroborated with ensuing de- uh, developments. And what we've learned.
0: Is there anything in the dossier that has been disproven?
2: No, uh, some of it hasn't been proven uh, and some of it hasn't been. N- no, I guess uh, the answer the short answer to the question Has
1: anything been disproven. That's I uh, throw an allegation at Joe that seven generations ago. Joe's ancestors have uh, genes from a Martian uh, sprouted from the Martian landscape on the. Can you disprove that? This is the new standard for these idiots. Yeah, he'd be in world of trouble. Right. Oh, I okay, can't. This must be true then. This is what they did. Jake Sullivan has a lot to answer for. Should resign immediately. Thanks for tuning in, folks. One last thing. Hey, this is my Locals account right here. We're almost in just a couple weeks, which is shocking. We're at 89,373 followers. That is my actual Locals account right there. I really appreciate it. You'll see this morning, I put up another video for subscribers. It's another Lucy video. I'm sorry, but Lucy had a really funny... She was so tired this morning from playing with dogs yesterday. So there's a Lucy video for subscribers. Some of the content is free. Um, the app has exploded. It's become one of the most popular social media apps in the world. So locals, go to the app store, any app store, download the app, Locals, or go to Locals.com on the web and just follow my page. I'm at D. Bongino. Subscribe if you wish. Some content's free. Some is for subscribers only. We really appreciate it. There it is, the Locals app. That's mine right there. Thank you very much. We appreciate all your support blowing it up for us. It was amazing. I'll see you all on the radio show a little later where Dave Portnoy will be a guest at 1 p.m. Eastern time from Barstool. That should be interesting. See you in a little while. You just heard Dan Bongino.